welcome to another episode of Free the Bishops, the podcast where we explore stories of courage, resilience, and faith in the face of challenges to religious freedom in Nicaragua. I'm Carmeline Quotes, your host, and with me once again today is Rosary Mom. Welcome back, Mom. Hi, everyone, and it's a pleasure to be back today. We have a wonderful, powerful episode ahead, delving into the stories of one ordinary woman who became a symbol of resistance in Nicaragua. But before we start, a quick reminder to our listeners to share this episode, follow the podcast and advocate for religious freedom in Nicaragua. That's right, Rosary Mom. And today our focus is on the incredible story of Doña Coquito who carried water to protesters in Nicaragua in 2018, and she paid a steep price for her advocacy. So we're going to look at seven different articles that tell the story of Doña Coquito. The first article comes to us from Havana Times, and it's called A Vandalica Granny Against the Invisible Men. Well, let's describe and explain first what Vandalica means. In the April 2018 protests, the protesters were called Vandalicos by Rosario Murillo. And you've already heard us listeners talk about the hate speech of Rosario Murillo. Well, she used the term Vandalico or Vandalica which means delinquent, to describe these peaceful protesters. So in October of 2018, Doña Coquito was arrested. Now, Doña Coquito's real name is Miriam de Socorro Matus, but she's affectionately known as Doña Coquito. And she was detained by the government simply because she provided water to protesters. And the article explores the story of this seemingly ordinary woman, Doña Coquito, who unintentionally became a symbol of the movement for the protests that began on April 19, 2018. Here are a couple of quotes from the article. Doña Coquito went to the marches to give away small bags of water from whose sale she usually obtains her income. She provided water to protesters, and along with dancer Doña Flor and marathon runner Alex Venegas, these three senior citizens became symbols of the rebellion. She was quite a woman, wasn't she? She really was indeed, Carmelite. And here's a quote from Doña Coquito. They called me a Vandalica old lady and threw me in the pickup truck like a pig. Now it's astonishing how these individuals, motivated by their values, found themselves at the forefront of a political movement. Now the article really highlights the power of social networks in making these ordinary people visible and audible in the face of such a repressive regime. That's right. And they did become visible through the power of social media because photos of Doña Coquito, of the marathon runner Alex Venegas, 
and of the folk dancer, Doña Flor, they became so famous in the social networks in 2018. Well, let's look at another article. We're going to fast forward to October 2018, and it's Havana Times once again that brings us more stories of resilience from this civic rebellion. The article is called Three Characters of the Civic Rebellion in Nicaragua. And this time, as they focus on the stories of these three protagonists of the civic rebellion, here again we see Doña Coquito, and we see photos of her. She's petite, gray hair, but she caught the attention of the authorities because she was giving away these half-liter bags of cold water to mothers who were waiting to hear the results of the national dialogue. And this gesture of giving water to those in need turned her into a symbol of solidarity. Well, here's a couple of quotes from the article. It's been six months since the intense violence in Nicaragua when citizens took to the streets to protest and the regime responded with brute force. Nicaraguans recognize that their country is no longer the same. And Rosary Mom, you and I both see this. With shouts demanding the departure of Ortega and his wife, Rosario Murillo, from power, thousands of Nicaraguans took to the streets in 2018 to express their repudiation of the regime in the streets and also through social networks. So these images of Doña Coquito and her little half-liter bags of water, it's amazing what she did with those bags because water was how she made a living. That's how she supported herself. What did she have to say, Rosary Mom? You've got a quote, don't you? Yeah, so selfless. Um, This is what Doña Coquito says about the half-liter bags of water. I am not selling it. I am giving it away. And it's heartbreaking to learn about the personal costs these individuals faced. Doña Coquito, for instance, she lost contact with two of her children who support the regime. And the article really does provide a snapshot of the intense violence and political crisis that's in Gulf Nicaragua during the protests. And it's so sad that she would lose contact with her children. Maybe we can ask Roger Alfredo Martinez, who will be one of our upcoming guests, to comment on that. Don't you think that would be a good idea, Mom? That would be a really good idea. It would be interesting to find out um, how that happened and um, how she felt, of course, losing contact with her children, because that is very sad. Terribly sad. You know, in 2019, the independent Nicaraguan media outlet Confidencial published an article reflecting on the fate of the symbols of these civic protests, including Doña Coquito. And this story discusses the persecution faced by these individuals and how their lives changed after they unintentionally became icons of the rebellion. Here's a couple of quotes. Without this being their intention, 
Doña Coquito became a symbol of the civic resistance. In May 2018, Miriam del Socorro Matus, known as Doña Coquito, also became a well-known personality. And since the beginning of the protests, Doña Coquito has received support from citizens who have organized themselves into pockets of resistance. So I'm glad to see that she was receiving support from those who were opposing the Nicaraguan regime. Don't you think, Mom? Yeah, that's really good to, to have that support. And, and Doña Coquito also said, every day I feel worse for not being able to struggle, for not being able to go out and march. And it's disheartening to see that this toll, this struggle, took on these individuals. And she expresses her demoralisation at not being able to speak freely due to repression, which is really hard. And a reminder to everyone of the personal sacrifices which these people made in the pursuit of justice and freedom. I know. Would would you be able to do something like she did? I ask myself that question. Gosh. It's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, I'd like to think so. But in the face of repression, um, the fear, as we've spoken about, is, is, is so bad in Nicaragua. You, you really don't know what you would do. But she is certainly an inspiration. She really is. In 2021... La Prensa, which is another one of the independent Nicaraguan media outlets, La Prensa used an article published by Havana Times. It was a retrospective, you could say, on these personalities. And so three years after the civic rebellion, the article highlights how some had to leave the country or Others had lowered their profile, and others were still waiting for the day that they could march again. They talked about how charismatic and unforgettable Doña Coquito was, that she stood out among the Nicaraguans who protested in April 2018. The fact that some had to leave the country after being threatened by members of the Sandinista regime, and others, you know, tried to keep a low profile so that they could avoid becoming targets of the police. But it was in May of 2018 that Doña Coquito became the Vandalica grandmother who was tossed into the back of a pickup truck like a sack of flour. It was just crazy. As she put it, tossed in the back of a truck like a pig. It's awful. And one, one, another thing that she, she said, Carmelite, is my thing is to go out and march. That was Doña Coquito's attitude and her commitment to the struggle for justice in Nicaragua. And we can see that the resilience of these individuals is evident. Despite the threats and the challenges, they remain connected to the cause, which is such a testament to the lasting impact of their actions and the ongoing struggle for justice. It really is. You know, La Prensa reported on a march that was led by these icons of the protests, Alex Venegas, Doña Flor, and Doña Coquito, because they had been exiled to Costa Rica due to the persecution. So, this resilience that we talk about, they are images of resilience and unity 
among the exiles because the article tells us that more than 400 Nicaraguans took part in a march in San Jose, the capital of Costa Rica, and they were led by the marathon runner, Alex Venegas, and by Doña Coquito, who had been recently exiled due to the persecution in Nicaragua. And she went into exile in Costa Rica because the supporters of the Sandinista regime were besieging her. They came to her points of sale, the places where she would stand to sell water to uh, visitors or tourists or thirsty civilians. The, The Sandinistas would just come and harass her. They would besiege her. They would humiliate and utter all kinds of vile things against her. And it was not right what they did to her, that she felt that she had no other choice but to go to Costa Rica. What a valiant woman, don't you think, Mom? A great word to describe her, Carmelite, very valiant she was. And she said, in her words, I'll fight for the young people who I love so much. And if it's my lot to die for them, I'll die but Nicaragua will be free. The march is a poignant moment symbolising the determination of Doña and the individuals to continue to fight, even in exile. It's a testament to the global nature of the struggle for human rights and for freedom, and particularly in Nicaragua. Absolutely. Because these people simply took their cause to a different country. They had to migrate. They had no choice. It was either migrate or die. And so they went to Costa Rica. Costa Rica was very, very generous to take them in. And so as we move ahead with our articles that we're discussing, we look at an article about Nicaragua's Vandalica woman who talks about her ailments. So we're looking at an article from April 23, 2023, not quite a year ago. And the Havana Times provides an update on Doña Coquito's health because now she's age 83. She's suffering from various ailments, but she's refusing to go to get public health care in Costa Rica because she feared reprisals from the dictatorship. And we learned last year that Doña Coquito suffered from hypertension, diabetes, and obviously other ailments typical of her age. And that since a couple of years previous, the health of Doña Coquito had been deteriorating. But she was recognized by many in Nicaragua, outside of Nicaragua, those who saw her as an icon of the struggle of Nicaraguans in 2018, who organized themselves to express their indignation against the Ortega-Murillo regime and to protest the abuses of power. She, She must have been quite ill, don't you think, Mom? Yeah, she was, and to quote her words, She said, I am very ill, I can't walk, I fall, I get dizzy, I can't walk alone, I walk with a crutch to support myself. And it's really heartbreaking, Carmelite, to see the toll on our health 
but also her refusal to seek medical care in public hospital due to fear. It speaks volumes um, that she wasn't able to seek medical help because she was frightened of the repercussions and the ongoing repercussions and indeed faced by all those who dared to challenge the regime. It's tragic because yesterday, on 22nd February, we learned that Doña Coquito had died at the age of 84. She became a symbol of the civic protest by giving away water, as we've said, to the mothers of those who had been murdered, to the mothers of political prisoners. You know, and her story, as we've heard, is one of courage. It's one of sacrifice. And there's that word again that we're going to use. It's one of resilience. So Doña Coquito, who was the street vendor who gave ice water to the mothers of those murdered and political prisoners in 2018, we remember that she became one of the most recognized faces of the rebellion in her country. And even though her last years were plagued by chronic illnesses and her quality of life suffered, her spirit truly remained, don't you think, Mom? Yeah, for sure. And and to quote her again, and you really feel feel her words, after being a water sailor, I felt important. And these are the words of Doña Coquito, may she rest in peace. Her journey from an ordinary street vendor to a symbol of resistance is a testament to the enduring impact of all the individual acts of courage and our legacy will continue to inspire generations to come. And Carmel, you see, we've mentioned her um, giving out the water sacks, giving out the packages, and you see her lovely face and her smile, the joy that she was able to help, even in the face of such repression. It's powerful, powerful image. Why don't we... Conclude with prayer, Mom. Let's pray for the church in Nicaragua. Let's pray for all those who are exiled because of fear, because of repression. Let's pray for the conversion of hearts of Daniel Ortega and Rosario Murillo. Let's pray for the conversion of all those Sandinista fanatics who continue to harass, who continue to sow terror in the hearts of many. Let's unite in prayer, too, for the well-being of all our brothers and sisters in Nicaragua. And let's pray for the repose of the soul of Doña Coquito. So, Rosary Mum, would you lead us in prayer? Of course, Carmelite. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, with hearts burdened, we humbly gather before you, seeking your abundant grace and mercy for our beloved Nicaragua. In this Lenten season, we reflect upon the works of mercy and the compassionate example of Doña Coquito, who, like Christ, selflessly showed mercy to those in need. Lord, gaze upon your church in Nicaragua, facing persecution and fear, Strengthen your clergy with unwavering resolve. Infuse courage into the hearts of the faithful. 
and extend your protective embrace over the vulnerable. Maria Purissima, Maria de Nicaragua, during this sacred Lenten journey, enfold your church in Nicaragua within the mantle of your maternal love. Comfort the afflicted and through your intercession, bring solace to those who endure suffering. Guide the leaders of the nation to seek justice with righteous hearts and instill a spirit of compassion within every soul. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defender of the faith, stand guard and shield the church against the forces of oppression. May the radiant light of Christ pierce through the darkness of fear, illuminating the path towards unity, peace and freedom. May the Holy Spirit descend upon Nicaragua, inspiring a collective spirit of justice, compassion and unwavering faith. Lord, we place our trust in you, confident that your boundless love will lead Nicaragua to a future adorned with justice, overflowing compassion and steadfast faith. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, unto the O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who wander the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Eternal rest, grant unto her, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. May her soul and the souls of all the faithfully departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. And to see God face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining today for today's episode. And don't forget to share this important episode with your friends, your followers on social media, your pastors and parishes, and subscribe to Free the Bishops for more engaging discussions. Yes, subscribe to stay tuned for our upcoming episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You'll get notifications from wherever you listen to this podcast because we're available on various platforms, including Apple, Audible, Amazon, Google, iHeart, CastBox, Pocket Casts, and also through our RSS feed. And next week on Monday, we will be talking with former political prisoner Roger Alfredo Martinez to learn more about Doña Coquito. And on Wednesday, we will be talking with Dr. Reinberg, who is from the Centre for Strategic and International Studies, to learn more 
about the influence of China and Latin America. So until next time, dear listeners, God bless. God bless. Thank you.